last time on Thornvale. So I, I will just ask, what's the best way to protect the victims? I mean, keeping the Banshee away from Maddie would be the way to do it. But I don't have any idea of how to do that. You, you, okay, so you learn that these monsters are invisible. That is, as much as your, as your person knows, they are invisible. And there is nothing physical that can hurt them. Uh, Henry, uh, you ready for a crash course in Fireball? Five. I'm getting four, my crossbow ready, even though it's not going to do anything. <laughs> two, one. A cold settles over the skate park. And she says, there it is. And you all look and you see a woman in white. She's not invisible. So you throw this fireball. You say, "Aug!" and throw this fireball. And it does seem to hit her, but it also goes through her. (sighs) She looks annoyed. You, You don't hear your own self say, ow. Like, you realize pretty quickly, and then all of you realize that you are all completely deaf. Sammy's like, why can't I do magic? She pushes her hand into your chest, and you feel this cold seep into you, ah. and she pulls away. And she does the same thing to Sammy. She pushes oh. her hand into the chest, and both of you freeze. And you cannot move. And the creature moves past you as you helplessly watch on and she touches Maddie and opens her mouth. Maddie screams and her face contorts into this awful, terrified expression that you guys have both seen twice now. And in a second, the creature reaches into Maddie and pulls something shimmering and glowing out of her and then holds it into her hand and crushes whatever this thing is and Maddie goes limp, her face still in this horrified expression. Like, my character, like, isn't even going to go to sleep at a regular hour tonight. I'm going to be, like, pouring over everything we can possibly do to this thing. He's sitting there starting to nod off, and he feels a cold sensation. She says, Gunner, you have 12 hours. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Thornvale. We have a couple of pieces of business to deal with real quick. First off, we are starting a fan art contest. We have yeah. we have some... What, what, okay, we're giving away a dice set, a set of like regular, you know, 20-sided dice all the way down to four-sided dice. Uh, they are purple and green, like our colors in our logo. They look really cool. I'll post a picture of them later on with the official announcement. And uh, we are also giving away some stickers. So we want to see your depictions of our characters. So send us your pictures. If there was a cool moment, like you want to see, like, um, yeah, like Bjorn pushing in the harpoon into this thing's eye. Like that was pretty epic. Uh, I we want to see we want to see what you can do. So it'll be this uh, this contest is going to run for two months, 
And we just want to see what you guys come up with. So send your fan art to Thornvale, uh, thornvalepodcast at gmail.com. So that's where you need to send it. That's thornvalepodcast at gmail.com. That's, that's where, you, if you want to enter the contest, that's where you need to send it. You can send it to us on like, you know, Twitter or Instagram if you want to. That's, a, that's thornvalecast on Twitter and thornvalepodcast on Instagram. Uh, you should follow us there too, which is, you know, that'd be nice. But <laughs> you won't be entered into the contest if you send it there. We might post it on Instagram. I don't know. And if you want your art posted on Instagram by us, let us know in the, you know, let let us know in your in your application email with your with your piece of artwork. If you don't want us to post it and you just want us to like, you know, look at it, that's fine too. Uh, this doesn't affect your chances of winning, so don't worry about that. But do let us know if if we're allowed to post it because we'd love to do that. We'd like we'd love to showcase our fans' pictures. Um, I don't think we have really anything else to talk about, but. I want to talk to you guys, you guys, the players, mm. about what happened last week. So I just kind of want to, I just kind of want to get your temperature. Like, what, what, what have you been thinking what? about this last week? Because I know what I've been thinking about. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like we were doing so very well the last arc. <laughs> we were, we managed to kill the thing, and then this arc, it was just like. That was that was just a mirage. That wasn't even real because now we see that apparently we are terrible. At, <laughs> uh, do, which I mean, to be fair, we had zero information, but it was the whole time limit aspect that was like we did not have time to adequately research this. Which, from a narrative standpoint, I can appreciate. So thank you very much, even though it <laughs> hurt us. <laughs> but. Uh, I was I was glad that my prediction of a uh, of a banshee was correct. That's you know personal personal thumbs up to me. Yay! Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I mean I, I don't want to go too intently because we're we're doing uh, we're doing the mini sode right after this, so we can talk about a lot of like the nitty gritty. But I just kind of want to yeah, know it's, it's what, true. What are your characters? I mean, you'll, most of you don't even know. So I mean, we'll, we'll get into it in a second. But I mean that. That you, last episode was ask, pretty rough for you guys. You, I, I want to know rough. before I even tell it you was. that Bjorn is the next target and he has 12 hours to live. What What are you guys thinking? Uh, well, Sammy got her butt handed to her. So. Real bad. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I think she's... I'm not sure if she's had... I mean, I'm sure she's had setbacks like this before, but this is definitely one where... She's feeling a little defeated. <laughs> yeah. Um, because she got trained by a mentor for a while, but now she's like on her own. So like she feels like she has to live up to those standards and she's not feeling like she's doing that right now. Mm-hmm. And Henry is um he is he is feeling kind of conflicted at this point because of course his his character, um, the way he is, he's not normally the person to to, to throw himself in danger in order to save somebody else. But after having had his life saved, in effect, in the last arc by 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 Bjorn, he's, you know, just internally, he's he's wondering these... He's thinking these things over, and he's not going to turn into the epic hero or anything, at least not at this moment. But at the same time, he's, he's thinking that, oh, 
yeah, we we did manage to beat that last monster, and and maybe maybe there's maybe there's more to this than I thought. And so he he's going through several different you know what if scenarios in his head right now. And after the uh, after the outcome of last time, he is he is just he is just glad right now that he managed to escape this time without nearly, <laughs> nearly dying. dying like he <laughs> like he did the first time. Yeah, there's got to be an aspect of of thinking, like, what if it was just beginner's luck? Like, what if this is the mm-hmm. normal and like losing people is is the normal, and saving people was just beginner's luck? That that's got to be like running through his head. I yeah, would imagine it's the the he's he, on the on one hand he's glad that oh it wasn't me I'm alive, but on the other hand since he. Because you know the first, the first one, the first monster, he wasn't there. None of them were there when the actual death happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a, that's another si- thing too. Is this the first Since, time Henry's seen someone die? Uh, well, not not really the not really the first, but the only other death that he's been closely witness to was his family member. That, that was, was yes. And so so uh, thinking thinking back on that. It's you know he's not going to show it outwardly, but it it did it did shake him up, and on the that's why he's feeling so conflicted. Because at the one hand he was like, she's she's gone, and it happened, and we were supposed to help her. But on the other hand, it's like I'm alive, and all I can think about right now is that I survived, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so so it's not it. Sorry, you go. No, no, you can keep going. Oh, it, it's just that he's. He's he he's got two different two different sides of him basically. It's not like a split personality, but he's just he's he's unsure of how to settle on one one certain emotion when he's got both these experiences going on and he's just trying to sort out his own brain at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> so, Bjorn um what is Bjorn going through right now? Cuz you know you are you've got to you've got to have some questions, some thoughts. What uh what are you thinking of? Bjorn's thinking about how hard he's going to kick the kick this thing's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I nice see. Are, is there simple. any like fear? Is this the first time he's been in this kind of situation? Like where he's being targeted before? Um hmm, I would say this is definitely the most intimately he's been targeted before, but he's been in near-death situations before. So of course, yeah. I wouldn't say that he's outright afraid. I think this is definitely getting to him, but I think that with the way the thing's been smirking at, at him about everything, I think he's a little bit more ticked off and angry. Angry. Than, I think he's more angry about it than he is fearful. I wouldn't say he's not fearful at all, but I think that's not his his primary focus. I think he's more... Like I'm, I'm gonna go beat this thing. Like I'm, I'm gonna go destroy this thing. So, well, yeah, he has twelve hours. Yeah, starting right now. You've just been told the creature just ran away. What are you gonna do? So you mean like when it just like appeared to me, right? Yeah, it just appeared. It and just left. It right just vanished. Before I was going to sleep, or right when I woke up. Um, I don't remember because I haven't listened to the episode yet. I'm pretty sure that yet, it happened like at the end of the night before I was going to sleep. I think you were like still researching things, right? Like you were still like researching, and you were about to leave. Yeah. So I mean, I need sleep, so my character definitely went and slept first. Really? Yeah, oh <laughs> He's yeah. Just like okay. 
I mean, uh, right, or tried. Uh, maybe maybe I should say hours left. Maybe I should say tried to sleep. Well, no. Well, hold on a second. You wait. have twelve hours. Wait. Well, that that's what I'm saying. We need to figure out when that actually happens. If it happened before I even go to sleep, then that kind of sucks. Like, yes. It was your choice to. It was your choice to be up doing books. Right, but uh, that's where I'm books. saying where I think that you you might need to retcon it is no. what I'm saying because I didn't stay up until four in the morning. I stayed up until like midnight and then went. I would go to sleep. Yeah. You're saying I only have until noon? Yeah. Okay. Well, I go to sleep. <laughs> I my my character's not going to not sleep. I mean, that's just not how this works. Yeah. So. Okay. I don't know. If it was me, I would be like I'd be like waking people up screaming going, "Guys, it says I'm going to die." Well, uh I stayed up late researching and was starting to get ready to go to sleep. Um First off, did I find anything out? I don't know if we actually rolled for it last time because I think it was just kind of flavor that I was staying up late. Did I actually find any new information out last night? What were you looking for? I was looking for the weaknesses of this thing. Because I think um, that'll that'll affect what I do next. I mean, I'll probably still do some things, but I think I might, I'd like to know if I found anything out, and that'll influence how I do this. I mean, you could roll and investigate a mystery. I'm not sure what you guys don't know. Let me check real quick. We definitely don't know how to hurt this thing, so I think that's what my focus is. But yeah, I'll make that investigate a mystery roll. So Go ahead. Sharp. So I get a seven plus my sharp of two is a nine. Okay, so you get to ask me, I think, one question. What can hurt it? What can hurt it? Um, You do a lot of research about banshees, and you find out that they are, as as you've known before, they are tied to some kind of object. They are tied to a person and an object, and the object is usually owned by the person. And the banshee is in, because they are tied to this object, if the object itself is destroyed, specifically if the object is melted down, then the creature can become corporeal and you can hit it with anything. Okay. And obviously, as you discovered, some magic can hurt it, but it will never kill it. Right. Okay. You could you could maybe dispel the creature for a little while, but it would always come back and and it would kill you. Okay. So then, uh, so you need to find an object and melt it down. Right. Something so. that has to do with the person <laughs> that the banshee is basically possessing. Right. At this so point. now, so now we had the information from earlier about the object, and now I know that we have to essentially destroy the object. So with that information. Um, I'm going to go brew myself a pot of coffee quick, and after <laughs> okay. I get that going, I'm going to go find Stanley. All right, we'll say that probably takes, I don't, did any of you guys drink coffee? Not me. <laughs> uh, we'll say it's a Keurig, so it takes like uh, five minutes. Well, like I said, I started the process going, and then in the meantime, while it's going, I okay. went and got Stanley. So uh, okay, so you went and uh, you know where where Stanley sleeps. You you knock on his door. He comes up to you a couple minutes later and says, "Can I help you?" And then Bjorn's gonna say, "It's me, Stanley. I'm next." And he freezes, like he looks at you and he stares at you and he goes, what do you mean, what do you mean you're next? I mean that I saw that bleep, uh, I won't I won't actually say it this time, but I, I say the word, I say a, a not a very nice word. 
and uh, she she told me I've got 12 hours to live. So he says a couple of not very nice words, <laughs> and then he 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 rushes back into his roo- room and he emerges with a robe on. And he runs down the Wait, hall. So hold on a second. So he came to the door without he, a robe he p- on. He put his head out the door. Oh, okay. You okay. didn't see him. Okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> but but as but when he comes back, I say now I think I found something out. Uh, but I follow him as we go. Okay. He he's rushing down the hall. What? And he's uh, heading towards Henry's room. Yeah. And as we're going, I say. It's the item. We have to find whatever item is tied to this thing. We've got to melt it down and An it'll item. make her corporeal. Okay, item. There's something tied to uh, what's the girl's name again? I'm terrible uh, with names. Anne? Annie? Yeah, it's I tied think to it's Annie. Annie. Yeah. Yes. Now that so I just said it's tied to Annie. I didn't ask him who the girl was. I, it's fine. I assume my character remembered, not me. So uh yeah, I say it's tied to Annie. It's something tied to Annie. We've got to figure out what's tying her to this banshee and burn it. And, uh, and he's uh, outside of Henry's room, and he says, how are you going to do that? Well, that I don't know yet. I think we're going to need to figure something out. Need to have a powwow right now. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean that to rhyme. He opens up Henry's room and shakes him awake. Uh, uh, what in... Th- Whoa, secret agent dude. What happened to you? <laughs> you look like you've seen a ghost. I have oh. more of a banshee, but uh, I'm next, kid. Well, wonders never cease, apparently. All right. <clears throat> and so uh, you saw what happened last time. Um, unless you've come across some brilliant piece of information. I mean, I of course, uh, I didn't even try to look. I was just happy to be alive. So please tell me you have something. Well, I did stay up late tonight doing research, and I did find something. It seems like uh, finding whatever item is tying the Banshee to Annie and melting it down will make the Banshee corporeal. So uh, I think that's I think that's our shot right there is, is finding that item sometime today. And as you guys are talking, uh, Stanley leaves, and he's going to go wake up uh, Sammy. So Stanley goes into the medical bay, which is where Sammy was, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, because you I'm decided to bay. stay the night because <laughs> you were hurting, uh, and yeah. he 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 like he gently sort of grabs your shoulders and and shakes you awake, and says, "Sammy, wake up." What what time is it? It's it's two. I he looks at he looks down at a non-existent watch. So I think it's like two, but Bjorn is the next victim. The banshee appeared to him. What? Yes, yes. We we need your help. Come on, get up, get up. I'll go get Miguel. You go 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 meet in <laughs> in go meet in Henry's room. Got it. Um. So a couple seconds later, she's in your room. Um. What are you guys gonna? What's your plan? What are you? What are you gonna do? It's two a.m. in the morning. It's probably closer to, I don't know, like two fifteen by now. What? What are you gonna do? You have eleven hours and fifteen minutes left. You mean eleven hours and forty-five if I had twelve? Yes. Right? Gosh. We <laughs> <laughs> got until two in the afternoon. That's that's what we've got. Yeah, two in the you afternoon. have until two in the afternoon. What are, What are you doing? 
Well, we know this is an object, right? It has to be some object tied to her, so I would suggest that maybe best course of action would be to go back to the mother and see if she knows anything else. I mean, we can try that. The only problem is she's stoned out of her mind most of the time, so I just don't oh, really I know mean, what use she's going to be. And any items called... tied to Annie are probably going to be there, but... Uh, is there a chance that Annie might be back at the house in a normal state? And that could be a possibility, too. I mean, this is just... This is conjecture, but I suppose it's possible, yeah. Yeah, if you guys remember, she called out to, like, she wants your help at the end of the last mm -hmm. time after the Banshee killed Mad Maddie. You saw Annie for just a second, and she called out to you to help, so. Well, I guess the best thing we could do would be to go back, hope she's there. If we could find her, then maybe she could just come out and tell us. That would certainly be a <sighs> breath of fresh air after... Our yeah, last attempt. yeah, that would be easy if 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 we could do that. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's worth a shot. I mean, I don't even um, know if she remembers being possessed by the banshee. If she's, I want you guys so. to read a bad situation. Read a bad Ooh. situation. Mm, okay. Can I use my third eye? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I think that is if that's a thing you can use multiple times a day. Or I whatever. rolled yes. a six plus two sharp makes it an eight. Okay. So you could ask me one question. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Probably not. No, I, I can't think of anything that you, you guys know the danger is the Banshee. So So do I get to reuse that question because it was an utter waste? No. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Sam, you can go next. I'm picking my questions here. Yeah, you got an eight, Hannah. Mm -hmm. Some um, eight plus two sharp is a oh, ten. Oh, ten. So you could ask me two, three questions, actually. Yes. And I'm trying to find my third eye um, ability here. Third eye. Okay. Um, when you read a bad situation, you can open up your third eye for a moment to take in extra information. And then I get plus one hold on any result of seven or more. Uh, so I'll get a hold. Okay, so that you, I guess you have four now, four questions you can ask me. Oh, do I? Okay. You get pl <laughs> you get three hold originally, so one hold oh, can be spent okay, to ask gotcha. people any of the following questions. Okay. Um. So there's no dangers we haven't noticed. Um. I guess I can ask best way in. So you think about it when you guys were at the girl's house when you think you went to investigate both times you went once to talk with them about Dale and learning more about him and you went once to confront them with Mad Maddie you think about the one thing you really never did was investigate the house like at all hmm <laughs> okay and you don't have to use all of these holds if you don't want to I guess I'll ask what's the biggest threat just to cover our bases. The biggest threat would be if you go to the house and maybe the banshee's there. 
that could be your, your biggest threat. But otherwise, your biggest threat is the clock. Okay. And so I'm guessing the answer to best way to protect the victims is just kill the banshee before time runs out? It would be finding whatever this thing is and destroying it. Finding whatever the object that connected to the banshee is. I don't know. Does anyone else think I should ask any other questions? <laughs> um, no, I think I think you've probably covered it. I think the, okay. learning the clue about how we really haven't checked the house out is what we were planning on doing, but reading that we really should be checking the house out is probably uh, our next best course of action. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So are you guys going to, like, get your pot of coffee... And just storm over there. No, it's probably not going to be a storm. Three in the morning. More, more like a yes. more like a jog or something. <laughs> <laughs> Across water. Oh. Um, okay. I don't so know. Is that I... the plan? Are you just going to go there? Um. Hmm. No, it's. <laughs> so my so uh, Bjorn's going to speak up and say, you know, it, it might look weird if we show up that early in the morning. Um, I mean. It is eating time, but we might be able to prepare some other things that, that just kind of get ready otherwise and then just get there at regular time. So I'm saying, like, if we try and get at her house by 7, that still gives me 7 hours for us to search the house. I mean, I, I just don't want to arouse suspicion and cause unwanted attention just because we rush over there. You know, I think we can still prepare for a couple hours and, and be ready for their uh for making this thing killable you know maybe come up with a plan for after we've found the item and burned it and bide our time i just well you're the one on the clock i just don't think it's right yeah so if you did that what would you be doing in those what five hours taking a nap (laughs) (laughs) you can take a nap yeah i think i think letting people get some rest would be a good idea too instead of trying to go go off on this thing without any form of rest i just it's probably not smart i know we just had coffee so we'll see how well that works but uh (laughs) well i i'll rest but i think i might also uh henry henry's uh henry's gonna hit the books to see if he can find anything else out okay um so henry hits the books um Go ahead and roll Investigative Mystery. I get a seven plus two sharps makes nine. Okay, so you get to ask one question in the Investigative Mystery. And this will represent everything that you're researching tonight about Banshees. Okay. Just in case there was anything that we might have missed. And my question will be... If it's applicable, I will use the what is being concealed here. If it's not, then either I wasted it, which is up to you, or... Um, okay. Um, I think what is being concealed here is okay. Uh, I think with what what is being concealed here, you find out that... Uh, you find out a little bit more about the creature's powers. It has an ability known as the Scream of Death, which is if a person hears the Banshee scream their name then they're going to die the next day. It also has something which you've experienced, which is called the scream of pain, which <laughs> is an incapacitating wail that streaks, that strikes fear and uh, causes damage to people who can hear it. And it also deafens people. 
Mm. Which reminds me, we never talked about you guys being deaf at the end of the last episode. <laughs> that's that's. I just remember all of, or I just imagine all of us standing in like the med bay, like shouting at each other, and Stanley is like, "Why are you yelling?" And we're like, "We're not yelling. Like, what are you talking?" About? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna have to say, like, because. C- uh, because Bjorn called someone. I'm just going to have to say, like, he turned his all the way up and, like, it was starting to go away, you know? Like, you were getting your hearing back. Whatever. Mm. Like, I'll, I'll say you guys have your hearing back now. But it does deafen people for quite a amount of time. Okay. And uh, its final, like, thing that it can do, um, other than, like, you saw that it picked up, uh, it could, like, telekinetically, like, pick up objects and chuck them at you. It also has something called the touch of ice, which uh, if it touches you, you freeze in place. And the books you read say that lasts, oh, about 30 seconds. Okay. So some of this you knew, but now you know a little bit more about it. Yeah, a little more concrete, yeah. Okay. The more knowledge with this creature, you know, the better. The better. Well, <laughs> then, okay, after after going through this, I, um, I file this away and I make a note. Uh, I make a note to tell the others to remind them just in case they don't remember that it's going to be a very good idea that we pick up some earplugs from Miguel before we head up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I got, I, I have can... the idea that like Miguel, when he woke up is, is, is just like making things now. Like he's just in his office. He's just, <laughs> he, he, it's like he, he needs to do something with his hands and this is his response to, to trouble is to go in and start making some stuff. Yeah. So he probably finds <laughs> yeah. some earplugs. He probably has some earplugs, like if he's shooting guns or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, they're, uh, they're... he he gets some earplugs for all of you guys, and uh, you you do have earplugs now at least. When uh, when Henry comes Yay. back in, I'm gonna ca- say, okay, so I, I think at this point we've got all the information we need. I think we're just buying our time. So I would say, I mean, let's just try and make a plan for where we do this thing. I mean, do we want to try and like burn the item in a certain place? Do we want to burn it on the spot? I mean, I think we want to. Just as a safety, maybe go somewhere secluded to to do this, you know. Well, we have what to. If it's we have to find the it house first. itself, and we have to burn the house. <laughs> You're gonna burn the wow. house down. We're not gonna. No, I'm just gonna, theoretical. <laughs> I guess if, if you couldn't house, find like, the object, you just comes, set the house on fire. If it and that'll comes fix to the that, problem. I mean, yeah, but I guess, that's also but property feel, damage. Isn't I don't it? feel comfortable. Just burning, a little. I don't a feel little. comfortable burning down a woman's house just on a whim so i'd say let's search first but yeah maybe I see what you're saying i see what you're saying all right so but but what but i would like to suggest is if we find the item and we're relatively confident that it's the item i would like to bring it to that skate park and burn it there and fight her where she thinks she won but that's just me and okay. how how will that how will that affect her at all you think you think that she'll drop her guard because no i don't think it'll drop her guard i'm just saying i don't think we want to burn this thing in the middle of anywhere and fight the banshee wherever we like i'm assuming that it's she's gonna come to the spot of us burning it like i assume that she's not going to be happy about that so i want to make sure we're not fighting her around people that's what i'm getting at and that's a pretty secluded place but you don't know it it may not be secluded like when you when you find when we it get there yeah that's true yeah because you fought it pretty late in the day yeah that that is a yeah. So I'm just gonna recommend we go somewhere secluded in general. It doesn't have to be there. Uh, we could try there, but obviously we have to find it first. And I think that we just need to be ready for the actual fight with it at any time. So 
I mean, what? I mean, it, it sounds like from my research, we'll just be able to hurt it with anything. And just talking to you, Susanna, that's true. Like, I my research said like anything could hurt it when it becomes corporeal, yeah, pretty much anything so. that would hit any normal corporeal okay. thing. So they're not yeah, so particularly I mean, strong after they. Uh, I think we just get ready to shoot the the living daylights out of this thing as soon as it uh as soon as we make it vulnerable. Okay. So the rest of you guys are trying to sleep, I imagine, now. After you're done with your stuff, you probably take a quick cat nap. So Bjorn is uh gonna go for a jog. Is my foot in walking shape? <laughs> like around um, the island. He's I will I will say that that one of the things Miguel did when he saw you like when he woke up and started doing stuff was heal you for another uh, two points of damage and now your foot is Ooh. unbroken and you no longer have any penalties. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So but, but like I was saying, Bjorn's going to go for a run and he's going to listen to Eye of the Tiger while he's running. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's psyching himself up. Amazing. He's just like, I'm going to kill this thing. I'm going to kill yeah. this thing. He's like, I, like I was saying earlier, he's, he's not, he's, he's more angry than afraid. I mean, he's not, Totally unafraid, but he's he's angry at this thing. He's trying to pump himself up and psych himself up to. All right. So, did it. you want to arrive there at seven? Yeah. So I was thinking we were gonna like leave there at like one or whatever or six or whatever time it takes. So it's only like I don't know if it's an hour or whatever. Okay. So there, you but. you guys all wake up. Bjorn comes in looking very sweaty and very fierce. <laughs> he looks like he is ready to get the show on the road, and you guys are all healed up. Um. You, if Wesley, if you had any damage left, you may have had one. You can get rid of it. Uh, Bjorn, if you had any, if you had one or anything, you can get I rid of it. I don't have anything left. So you guys arrive at the front door of Sophia and Annie's house, and what are you gonna do? It's seven a.m. Um, I'm gonna go up to the front door and ring the doorbell. You ring the doorbell, <laughs> and nothing happens. I'm gonna knock on the door very loudly. You knock on the door, and in a couple seconds, you hear uh, some low cursing from inside. And uh, then the you hear the door unlock, and it opens up, and you see Sophia looking very frazzled and wide-eyed. She doesn't look high anymore, mm-hmm. uh, but she does not look happy to see you. Uh-huh. And she says, what are you doing here? Uh, well, first off, before I answer, did uh, Sammy and Henry follow me, or what did you two do? Oh, yeah, well, I'm behind you. Yeah, I assumed you guys were, were with him. Which, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, just making sure. So um, I'm going to say we're here to talk to you and your daughter some more about the, uh, the, the incidents that have been going on. She looks around and she says, Annie's not here. I still don't know where she is. I thought you were looking for her. Yes, we are, and we weren't able to find her. So you're saying she didn't come back home at all last night? No, not at all. I was going to report her missing today. Do you, ha- do you have any idea where she might be? Look, I told you yesterday. I don't know. I, 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 she could be anywhere. She loves hanging out downtown. Where specifically That's all downtown? I, know. I don't know. I don't I don't follow her around like a puppy dog. She's 17. She can take care of herself. Do you know what 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 she would be interested in downtown? Like what <sighs> what kinds of things she would be interested in doing? 
She plays her violin sometimes with her friends in the park. Okay. I, I don't know. Do you mind if we look around? Versus if it'll get you out of my house again, then yeah, go ahead. All right, so we... Uh, so where do you want to investigate? Uh, Annie's room, I think, is where I would start. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So you go back into we were Annie's room. pretty rushed room. last time, so... Yeah. yeah. So you go back into Annie's room, and you see what looks like a typical girl's room. There are movie posters on the walls. There are some posters for indie bands. She has a large vanity with a big mirror on it. Uh, there is a dresser and a bed and a side table. Um, you see a couple of pictures and stuff. You see the the picture with Maddie in the back of her volleyball team. Uh, go ahead and roll and investigate a mystery. I rolled a seven plus two sharp is a nine. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a three plus two is a five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you don't notice no. Jack. Don't forget yes. the mark experience. Yeah, do mark experience. <laughs> Wesley, uh, uh, go ahead and yeah, roll just, investigate. I'm a trying to bring up the... Okay, I will roll, but you will have to tell me what it is because I can't see it for some reason. Uh... Oh, you got an eight. Oh, there it is. I see it now. It's an eight, which means eight plus sharps make that a ten. A 10. Okay. So uh, we'll start with uh, Andrew first. So Bjorn is looking around and he sees some pictures. Oh, I don't get to ask a, a specific question for investigative mystery. I assumed you were just going to ask what is being concealed here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else good, you want. That was a good guess, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to assume. Uh, the yeah. only other one I could pick is where did it go as in like where did the item go? But yeah, boys yeah. being concealed there would have been my first choice. So, yeah, I just yeah. assumed you were going <laughs> to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you're looking around and you you see some pictures. You see her with her father. He was kind of a sandy-haired man. They look very happy in this picture. She's holding up a big fish that they caught together. You see the the volleyball picture, and you notice a picture of her with her violin standing on a stage. And you think that could p- perhaps be significant. Okay. And... Especially since Sophia mentioned the violin. Yeah, she did. She did mention the violin. This girl, you see uh, a lot of different things around around the room that indicate that she plays music. You see there's a violin case underneath of the bed but there's no violin you can't find the violin anywhere okay um you see sheets of music and stuff strewn around the room and now wesley you got a 10 so what questions would you like to ask uh, well, he already he already covered the uh, concealed. So... Well, you could find something else. You got a ten. He only got a he only got a nine or whatever. It's also it's also well, right. True. But and my I... success is still a mixed success. So my conce- what is being concealed here is still that was still a success. Yeah, but there's there's time. other things. Okay. Like you, okay, I'm fair. telling you, you found one yeah. thing. He could find another. Yeah, that's thing. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Also so true. what are you interested in? Uh... Um, I am. My character is. Just going through, uh, turning out um, drawers, checking, you know, under the bed, in the closet. Um, I would want to know, and how many, how many holes do I have on this? Two. You have two Two. questions you can ask. 
Okay. Uh, first off, I want to go what is being concealed here in case my roll means... So I you said you were else. going through the drawers. Yeah. And you find the girl's diary. It's underneath some clothes. It looked like she was hiding it probably from her dad. And you start mm. flipping through it and um, you notice some dates within... These are dates from the past year before before June, which is when you're in now. And you see the first date you notice that, that seems significant is a very short entry. It says, March 3rd, my violin recital is today. I wish my dad was here. And then you see, you flip forward a few pages and you see a picture. She drew a picture of somebody in and some... Uh, it it doesn't look very nice, I'll say. Hmm. And it says April twenty second. Mom has another new boyfriend. I really don't like this one. He kind of creeps me out. Oh. And you flip forward. There's actually nothing for. There's nothing of interest in the next few days. And then you see June first. I hate Dale. I hate him so much. I don't know what Mom sees in him. He's mean, and I think he's been hitting her. He thinks that stupid antique he bought me is going to keep me quiet. I wish I could get rid of him. FML. And then, well then. you see something from a day. You see something from the day before you're there. And it's written in a very shaky hand. And it says, oh my God, what have I done? It's been me this whole time. I don't want this. And then you don't see any more. And that's <clears> the end of the diary. Poor girl, man. I'm just, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so when I find this, I, you know, I gain the attention of the other two and show them the same information. So you have one more question as well. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do. Uh, after knowing that, I want to know... Let's see. Trying to find the most applicable since I used the one already. Uh, okay. Um, since I'm looking at the diary, if I asked where did it go, could the it be referring to... Absolutely. To her herself. Yes, I would like to know where, where did it go then. You want to know where the girl went? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, you look through the diary again, and you see a lot of mentions of violin recitals. You see mentions of concerts that she's played before and it seems she really likes spending a lot of time in the local theater oh are you telling me we would have broken the theater last night none of this would have happened Uh, is that seriously guys i was i've been waiting to tell you that for a week oh my god you know i'm kind you're a horrible person Because you turned us off from it, too. I did not. I told you to watch. I didn't say you couldn't break in. That's true. I am so so glad that I can't see your face Uh, right now because I would want to punch it. I'm sorry. I just... um, Yeah. You can't... (laughs) I'm sorry. No. (sighs) Hey, that's my wife you're talking about. You're not allowed to... Are you telling me that because you're married to her that you're totally fine with what she just did to us? Oh, my gosh. That is... Yes, she's absolutely perfect in every way, and there's nothing wrong with what she did to us. It's not like you're biased or anything. Oh, boy, Although I'm a I've been peeved. waiting for that for a week. I'm not biased. Oh, yeah, you're totally not biased. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, with that then, uh, you show you tell us all that, yes. I assume. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna so, say actually the reason. Well, you go ahead, yeah. I wasn't looking for anything or like because I like failed my role. I just remembered that at the beginning of the arc, um, the sect, like the order that I work for, told me that they want the object, and I'm not supposed to destroy it. Yeah, they did. Oh. I was wondering if you were gonna remember that. They told you they want any objects yeah. associated with it. So I'm really distracted thinking about what I'm going to do because they require total obedience. So they do. <laughs> if I don't do it, I'm going to be screwed. But if, hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that sucks. You're you're devious. You know that. <laughs> you're horrible. Uh, I cannot I yeah. cannot fault it though. Uh, so, I'm not sorry. I, well, I guess I mean, Suzanne or, so uh, Hannah didn't do good on that role at the beginning of the mystery, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, so yeah. I'm gonna suggest. So, yeah, this antique. I mean, that I think that would be the item, right? I mean, that seems to be the new thing that happened around the time she was getting angry at Dale. So, I mean, do we have any idea what this antique is, or do we just, I mean, maybe have to try and find Annie at the theater? You are welcome to make another investigative mystery to look around and see if you can find any antique objects. Well, Am I allowed to do it even though I failed? (laughs) This is a new investigative mystery. Oh, I rolled a 10 plus two sharp is 12. Then I'm not going to make the other of you guys roll. He rolled a perfect roll. Um, So you look around, and you're looking through, and everything in this room looks new. She has... You know, you see iPhone cords. You see, you know, the the oldest thing you see she has looks like a like a like the violin case. Maybe it looks mm-hmm. like a little tattered and old. But it looks um, like it's been well used by her. Yeah, it so does. Yeah, it uh, you really add up but you you keep looking thing. around and you open up her side table and you see an object that looks older than anything else in this room. It is a silver comb mm. with wide bris with a with a teeth? wide tine yeah teeth thank you <laughs> it is a silver comb with wide teeth and pearl inlaid in it and it is tarnished and it looks quite old but it's still it's still like nice but it's hidden under a bunch of other crap inside of her dresser and that seems to be the oldest thing you can find this uh the silver comb hmm hmm well i'm going to Pick it up and pocket it, and, or show it to everyone. And say, I think, and this is the oldest thing I can find in the room. So, I mean, I think if anything's the antique that she mentioned, it's this. And I mean, I still don't think we know enough. I think we need to try and find her elsewhere and see if maybe we can still find her. Spend a little bit of time on that, but not too you much. It, it looks like it could be, but at the same time, I would rather know it for sure than to attempt it and fail again. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I'm not saying we wait until zero hour to burn this thing. I mean, I say we try and find her first and burn this thing well before the time's up and see if anything happens with the banshee. I can get behind that. So that we still have time to so we still have time to search. So okay, uh, it is. I'll say that whole like searching around, looking through, throwing stuff all over the place probably took about thirty minutes. So it's now seven thirty. Yeah, so let's I'm not even going to try uh, to calculate how much time you have left because I know I'll get it wrong. <laughs> we have until two p.m. So let's. Uh, yeah, let's uh let's go drive over to the uh to that theater. I think that's the next. Yeah. All right. So you guys drive back downtown. Um I'll say this is during morning traffic hours, so it probably takes another 25 minutes. I can't remember how long I said it took before. <laughs> I think it was about 30 minutes last time. Okay, we, well like, it probably takes like it 35 minutes. Uh it's it's pretty, you know, 
you're in a, you're in a pretty popular neighborhood and you're going into the city, you know, this town center, downtown area. So it takes you another, you know, 35 minutes. So it's now 8.05 and you arrive in front of the theater. It does seem to be empty right now or there's no one parked in front of it. It doesn't mm. look open. That's not going to stop us this time. Well, okay, just... <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't think it was going to stop you the first time. So uh, as we're getting out of the car to go to the building, I go to the back and everyone just kind of sees me show up with an assault rifle they didn't know I have. Just to just to redeem the, the fact that I walked up and checked it and left it, I am, I am going to... Henry's going to... Like, the car parks... Henry Henry jumps out. He wa- he walks up to the front. The others are following him, and if at all possible, I don't know if this would require me to roll for. But I would I would like to attempt if I need to roll, I can roll. But I would like to imagine that he just after after everything that's happened, and he is he is so angry at this point that he just he sees the like the padlock or the lock, whatever it is, the doorknob, reaches up there. Brings his claws out and rips the thing off the door. <laughs> okay, so you want to try to rip it off with your claws? All right, I'll let you do that. Uh, that's mm, going to be an act under pressure. So roll. this is the front door, right? Yeah, and the, this is on the street, right? That's that's one thing so to think Bjorn, about. You so are on, going on, to do wait, this wait, in front wait, of wait, wait. whoever's walking by. Hold on, Bjorn's going to see him start going up to the door, and I'm going to like put his hand on his shoulder. Wait, hold on a second, kid. Let's find another way, and let's not do this on the main street. Uh, all right, all right. I, I so I, I take in Henry takes in a breath, and you know once his once his brain starts working, he's like, oh yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there's a like a like a back window or something we can look. Let's walk around the outside see if we can find somewhere. If you okay. want to go all out on the back window, though, I'll 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 let you have this one, Ken. <laughs> so you guys walk around, and uh, the building is actually. Um, attached to another building in the back, but there is a. You you walk down an alley, and there is a door on the alley that is sort of out of the way. But there's no windows. Okay, so I'm I'm just gonna Henry walks up, tries the tries the handle. Is it locked? It is locked. Hmm. Okay. Well, since I couldn't bust the front door, I'm going to attempt to bust this lock. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Act under pressure. Okay. Oh, okay. I would have rolled kick some ass. But... The door can't kick ass back. Oh, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's basically yeah, how I right, decide yeah. whether you should yeah, do an act right, under yeah. pressure. It can't fight back. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, that's basically how I decide how to do an act under pressure or a kick some ass is can it fight back? If it can't fight back, it's act under pressure. I mean, yeah. sometimes pre- a door can. Act <laughs> under pressure is sharp, If you want right? to kick some ass on the door and it's going to swing back and hit you in the face, I mean, <laughs> I, but I recommend you, you do act under pressure. Yeah. And, and it's on sharp, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes Wait, actually this a it's cool. 10. It's cool. It's cool. Oh yeah, it's cool. Which oh it's cool. Oh okay. Well then let me look at that. I think I have one cool. I think you do you... have one. Hmm. You do have one. Okay, that makes that a nine. It's close. <laughs> yeah, it's close, but that only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Exactly. So I'm gonna give you a worse outcome for this. When you, since you're basically you're like clawing the door open. It's going to be really obvious that you clawed the door open. Okay. Like it 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 looks it, it's you're not you're not being stealthy here. Okay. You very clearly clawed the door open 
And anyone who comes up to it afterwards is going to know that someone's in there. Well, I can't exactly take it back now, can I? So. No, you can't. No. <laughs> All right, so the door is well, open. Well, I know that. Yeah, so the door oh. opens up and you open... Uh, you guys walk into a dark hallway. What do you do? Listen to see if anyone's playing anything. So you listen, and I'm not going to make you do any rolls for this, because you do hear somebody playing very distinctly the sound of a violin. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to walk in the direction of the violin. <laughs> All right, so you guys creep slowly towards the sound of the violin, and you come out into the main lobby area of the theater, and the sound seems like it's coming from the stage, uh, the stage area. So do you go in there? Yeah. 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 All right, you push your way through the double doors of this theater into the stage area, and you see a large amphitheater that is filled with chairs and there is a central stage and there's one light on in the entire building and it is shining on a girl that is sitting on the edge of the stage very very slowly playing her violin it's a it's a very sad song she seems to be playing and is the girl Annie Oh, yeah, the girl's Annie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know her by sight. Ooh, yeah. good. We found her. <laughs> I'm you immediately find her. relieved. She stops. As soon as you come in, uh, she stops playing. Does and she looks scared, and she stands up. So does she recognize us? Uh, yeah, she does. Okay. She looks She looks very scared of you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. She starts to sort of back away towards the uh, the curtain. Um. um. <laughs> we're not here to hurt you. We do, the, we do the hands up thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she freezes and stares at you. We know We're it's not you. you. Like, you're not in control of it. You. You know about the monster? Yes. Well, believe me, we know about the monster. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm its next target, so I'm very, very well aware that it's real. She squints at you and she says. Oh, you're the you're the cop, right? Yeah. Something like that. I say from behind my dark shades. <laughs> <laughs> you You can't stop it. Well, actually we can. And I pull out the comb and I say, "You got this around the time that uh a little bit before Dale died, right?" She frowns at you and nods her head. And she says, but it's it's just a comb. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Oh, That's but where it you're does. <laughs> what are you talking about? The so I mean, you were we heard you last night when you, you asked us to help you stop this from happening when the, the banshee killed its last victim, do Maddie. You, do you remember that, Annie? Yeah. Do you remember that? She sort of looks off to the side like she's trying to remember and she says I I I think so. I think I remember I remember and she she puts down the violin and she holds her head in her hands and she says I remember fire someone was 
attacking me with fire or attacking the monster. But I, I, it was like watching, it was like being in your own head, but watching from the back seat. I remember the monster was angry. And then she opens her eyes and she points to Bjorn. She says, at you. Yes, and that's why the Banshee's coming after me, because it, it uh, got attached to you. It's, it's attached to an item, and that item was given to you. At least that's what we assume. Was there anything else other than this comb you got recently that you can think of that that was something you didn't have before? I, 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 don't, I don't think so. All I, right, well. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't understand any of this. And she, she like she starts crying a little bit. Oh, poor buddy. <laughs> Where are you guys right now? Uh, I'd say I was walking a little bit closer to yeah. the stage as we talked. So that when I'm... you when you get about probably like fifty feet away from her, this long stage, she she looks up at you and she says, "Stop, stop, please, don't come any closer." We're not here to hurt you. The the we're only after the banshee. I know, you. but it. It gets scared. It's afraid of you. You heard it. It's. It can heal itself, but, but you heard it. It's afraid of you. Oh, is it? And I hold the comb in my hand, <laughs> and I'm gonna say, "You don't like this thing, do you? This comb? Do you she care sa- about it?" She says, "No, I hate it." All right then, and I'm going to fireball it in my hand. <laughs> what? Okay, I do want you to kick some ass. What? Kick some ass or... Oh, my God. Roll kick some ass. Okay. No, uh, if this, yeah, If this roll, works, roll I'm going to be okay. so surprised. Oh, man. <laughs> this Ooh. is not going to go well. Um, This is not going to go well at all. Did you roll? No, I didn't roll yet. I'm just saying I know it's not going to go well because <laughs> I need it to go well. <laughs> I rolled a nine Ooh. plus zero weird. Oh, so it works imperfectly. And you get to choose an effect and a glitch. Um, so I am going to choose as the effect. Um, well, this is my fire one, so I think it normally just inflicts harm. I'm just going to make sure nothing else makes sense. I think I always pick inflict harm. That's about the only one. one you want. Yeah. So inflict harm on the object. All right. And what is your glitch? Um, I'm going to say I hurt myself with it. Yeah, that's so what I, I was going to say. Take one harm, ignore armor. So I get two, um, because I'm doing it in my hand, I yeah. hurt myself. So you fireball this thing in your hand. Your hand erupts in a wall of flame. This is like, <sighs> just like a column of flame erupts in your hand. And you you can feel like your, your scales showing up all over your hand, but it's not quite enough. This thing starts to melt in your hand and you can feel the molten metal going through your scales and you take one point of harm mm-hmm. as this thing melts through your through your fingertips and falls into a molten puddle on the ground the girl in front of you was already scared and now she starts screaming she drops down to her knees and clutches the side of her head with her hands and just is wailing and she collapses onto her side and and starts shaking and her whole body begins to glow with this green light and in a couple of seconds a creature bursts forth from her body and her body goes limp <gasps> and you see 
the angry form of the banshee in her beautiful form, except for Bjorn, who sees her as a horrible hag. Mm-hmm. And she looks down at herself and is is like touching herself on her own, <laughs> like her own hand and feeling her own hold, the hold, fabric on her on, own on skin. When, when she does that, I'm going to look up at her and say, so you ready to feel fear, b- she looks up at you and flies towards you like bring it on (laughs) alright who's doing what you guys are all sort of standing next to each other Um, she's flying towards you what are you doing Uh, I'm gonna kick some ass I guess I'm gonna try (laughs) I have a crossbow I guess I'll try to use that okay we'll just say you brought that in with you yes Um, I assumed you wouldn't you wouldn't go into this unarmed yes so Andrew wants to kick some ass. Well, Bjorn wants to kick some ass. You both want to kick some ass. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and roll kick some ass. I roll an eight plus my two tough makes that a 12. Or two, 10. Jeez, bad. I did did bad. Uh, On a 10, on a kick some ass roll, you choose one extra effect. What do you want? I'm going to take you gain the advantage. Take plus one forward. Okay. So you shoot this thing, I assume, with your rifle. Yes, with my assault rifle. And how much does that do? So the assault rifle does uh, three harm, far area, loud, reload. So you shoot this thing, and you shoot it, like, in the stomach. And it freezes in midair and looks down at itself. And you hear this scream that you've already heard before, this angry, angry scream and it keeps flying towards you, but now you can see it is visibly bleeding. It is not leaking what you would call blood, but it is leaking this sort of green fluid from its stomach. And it starts, it keeps flying towards you. Okay. Uh, Who's next? Um, I'm gonna try and take a shot with my crossbow. Go ahead. Okay, I hope this goes well. A nine, Nine? and my... Tough is zero, so it's a nine. So it's a nine. All right, so you guys are going to inflict harm on each other. So you shoot this thing, and you... uh, Where were you aiming? Her torso. All right, so you shoot it just a, a few inches above Bjorn's shot, and the arrow lands into, I guess it's a bolt because it's a crossbow. The bolt lands into, just hits the creature with a thud and it looks down and it is just angry and angry and it pauses where it is and rips up a theater chair and uses it like a bat and hits you. (laughs) And you go flying, you go flying into another seat and you land and you take three points of damage. Ouch, okay. Um, and also with my crossbow, it does it's um uh, let me find it two harm close slow, but I also have ancient fighting arts which adds one harm, so it would be oh three harm. That's nice. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. This creature is starting to slow down, but it gets to it reaches out in front of you, and uh, it reaches uh it it goes to grab onto. Bjorn, and I need Bjorn to make a act under pressure roll. Okay. 
I rolled a nine plus Good two Lord. cools, eleven. <laughs> okay, I've so what do you do well to avoid today. it? It was the jog. What do I do to avoid it? Was yeah, the jog. It was the jog, the psych up, yeah. <laughs> you see, I am the tiger. I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, so to avoid it, I dodge out of the way. I mean, I'm just trying All right, to make it. So you dodge out of the I way do, and uh, you sort of leap b- over some chairs and uh, lean behind them and look over your shoulder and you see the creature. Since it can't get you, it sees Henry there and it reaches out to touch Henry. And uh, Henry, I need you to make an act under pressure roll. All right. Uh, yes, because I had. Or, or, oh, is this to avoid? Okay, I had a, I had a move in mind, but apparently I can't. Yeah, it's to avoid getting touched by the creature. Okay, because I was, I was going to say that while they were doing this, my character was doing something else, but okay. Oh. Um. Ooh. Uh-oh. Apparently, that's not good for me. What's your cool? Uh, my cool, I believe, is one. Or possibly... Yep. Yeah, so that it's one. that makes it a six, which means I fail epically. So what happened? That is a failure. Ouch. So you are busy doing whatever you were planning on doing. What were you trying to do? I was... Well, what I was going to say was that while these two were taking shots, I was going to try to place distance between myself so that I could take a shot at it from a distance. But if it's close enough to reach me, obviously yeah. I failed at it. So... <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you are maybe trying to... You, you're starting to, like, back away... And maybe your foot trips over a, like, floor light. One of those uh, that's, like, supposed to show where the lanes are when it's dark. And you stumble backwards, and this creature reaches down and grabs onto your knee. And you feel this icy cold hand touch your knee. And you feel the same thing happen as last time. As the cold spreads through your knee and up into your torso. And by the time it reaches your head... You are frozen in this image, reaching out. It, is it is it possible that while during the spread, I managed to pull something off or not? Uh, no. Oh, man. Oh. Not for the next 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, well, I, Who's next? I'm a mannequin. Someone save me. You have just seen this thing freeze your friend again. Yeah, I'm going to try and get back up to fire off a shot, but I'm not sure if I'll do it before Bjorn does something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna, I was gonna fire a shot too, so I can go yeah. for it again. Yeah, my weapon's uh, slow, so I guess I'll go ahead and let either one of you can go. Uh, I'll go first because I went first yes. last time, so I, I'll assume that I'm more ready to go since I like just dodged out of the way. Yeah, yeah. And turned, so. so you pop up over the chair that you were hiding behind a second ago, and, and I only rolled a six this time with two tufts makes it an. Eight. That's still, it's still an eight. Yeah. Um. Is it though? <laughs> yes. You do have two hold that you've completely forgotten about the entire episode. Oh. Uh, why? Yeah. Why would you? Oh, my. Hey, thanks for the reminder. Now because it's a six. I would, I would rather have her burn it now. Now it's a so six. now it's gone, yeah, and I don't so, have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> thanks for the reminder. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So you go to shoot this thing, and um, instead it, like, rips up the chair that, like, you were hiding behind. And uh, it smushes you in between the chair that you're hiding behind and the other chair that's, like, right behind you. And you would take three points of harm. Okay. And then the creature stares at all of you, and before Sammy has a chance, it it does this blood-curdling scream like you've heard before. But Mm. since you have earplugs in, it does nothing. Mm. (laughs) 
Thank you, my okay. logical I'm mind. I'm going to take a shot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and take your shot. I hope this is good. An eight. Um, Plus? I have zero tough. So Okay. Um, okay, on an eight, you inflict harm on each other. Again. So this creature, again, it sees it. You uh, you managed to get a shot off on it. Um, and how much does that do? Three harm with ancient fighting arts. It does three harm? Okay. So you, this creature just flies towards you. And you can see the look in its eye. It's like, oh, she's going to shoot next. I'm going to get her first. And uh, you reach up. And just as it's about to touch you, you pull up and you put an arrow right in between its eyes. Oh. And in a flash, the creature turns to dust. Oh. <laughs> and showers you in this chilly, cold dust. Ooh. And it is gone. <gasps> you are instantaneously freezing cold. <laughs> what is it with... <laughs> but you are alive and unmolested. And Henry is still frozen. <laughs> but the creature is dead. Yay! And the girl is still unconscious awesome. on the stage. Once again, I did nothing. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you had the idea to bring the earplugs. It's true. But yeah. What it, see, I just want to know, is it is the universe predisposed to allow Sammy to have the last epic finishing move? Shot? <laughs> oh, yeah. She oh, yeah. Last... <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll find out, guys. Yeah. It's like my lucky foot. On, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your lucky foot, right? Yeah, you should have tried to just kick her in the face. Yeah. I mean, that, that would have been have just faster. You could have just beheaded her with one kick. Man. Yeah. yeah. Use my invincible toes. What, one kick girl. <laughs> <laughs> one kick girl. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my. Okay, well, she's... All right, so you guys... Uh, what are you guys going to do? Well, well, I'm standing there shivering. I'm, <laughs> I've dropped yeah, so my you probably, crossbow. You probably stand up <laughs> off the ground because you were kind of on the ground Yeah. after you got tossed last okay, time and, I'm, and whacked with a chair. I'm guessing that my 30 seconds are up now. Yeah, in a couple seconds, you unfreeze. You're, you're Again, you're, you're starting to shiver as well because you're very cold. But uh, you are able to stand up and you're okay. You're all remarkably okay. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Remember how hard this creature was to fight yesterday? Yes, yeah. it was. It was very much. So so Bjorn's so Bjorn's gonna look and say, You two you two all right? I'm gonna just ask them and verify with them that they're okay. And then I, I look over at him. Hannah has put back on her blanket because she's cold in real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I look Henry Henry looks over at him and, and he's just like do we sound all right to you? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Sammy's teeth are like uh, chattering and her, she's like holding herself like, yeah, f- fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Bjorn doesn't laugh, by the way. That's just me laughing. Uh, <laughs> gonna say, well, it looks like it looks like we did it. Th- thank you for. It certainly for does. Me with this. Does Bjorn feel better now? And then uh, I look up. He, Bjorn looks up at the stage, and uh, is the girl still? She's uh, still unconscious on the stage. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go check her out. Okay, so you check her out, and she is breathing. She looks fine. Otherwise, like there's nothing. She doesn't have any cuts or bruises or anything other than you know the ones on her wrist that Wesley uh, or um, Henry discovered two days ago. Um, but otherwise, she looks fine. She's just out. And I sort of, I kind of stumble over towards Sammy and I just, I look at her and it's like, looks like you did it again. Guess you could 
say that? Rather me, I'm a popsicle, but hey, earplugs were my idea, so yeah. <laughs> I guess we should probably um, take those out now. <laughs> yeah, you so, could probably do does that. Does it look like there's any like real injuries on the girl, or she's just she's fine? Okay, she seems so. fine. Like you don't notice any problems. She's just out. So it was probably about... the uh, the if if you had to guess, you'd say it was probably the stress of this creature yeah. coming like out unpossessing her, her yeah. that probably would have done yeah. it. Yeah. I was trying. I was just trying to. I was trying to see if I needed to like use first aid or something, but I think she's fine. So she's I'll fine. Just, uh, I'm gonna see if I can wake her up, maybe. Okay. Um. So you sort of start to shake her shoulders and and say, uh, "Annie, wake up!" And um, her eyes flutter open, and she looks up at you and she says, "What? What happened?" It's it's done, Annie. We 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 killed it. It's dead. Yeah, it's it's that pile. And, of and she just over bursts there. into tears and wraps her arms around your neck and just, and just sobs into your chest. Mm. Which and I imagine is a much more fun feeling than having Mad Maddie do it. If you <laughs> I was literally about to say this is like a similar feeling to when Mad Maddie was like, you know, getting too touchy feely. But in this <laughs> case, I'm kind of just giving her like a consoling pat on the back and just letting her have her moment. Oh yeah, and she just she just sobs until until she just like starts sniffling, and you you let her cry herself out, and and she looks up at you and says, "I'd like to go home now." I think we'd all we like to that. go home. Yeah. So I imagine you guys take her back. Uh, I can see yeah. you opening up um, the door. Actually, real quick, as we're leaving the theater, I mean, obviously there's ripped up chairs. So we're not going to do anything about that, but. I kind of want to take the banshee dust that I'm covered in to get it off the. I was actually going to ask: Does the has it left anything else behind besides the dust? Because if there's anything else, there is still a pool. uh, You see the the remains of the. uh, Not. uh, You see the remains of the comb. The what's left of like the, the molten part of the comb has has reformed and is now just a. A puddle of silver goo on the ground. Okay, uh, I think that if um, if if Bjorn wants to wants to take a sample of the dust, I'm thinking if I can um, like go out to the car, get a con- some kind of container, unless someone has one on them, um, I would bring I would bring some of that back to Miguel, see what exactly that comb was, where it came from. I think Sammy oh. would like that molten goo a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> um okay since you both want it what are you gonna do to get it uh well i will see but sammy hasn't acted to do anything yet so i am going to like i'm going to move as towards 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 it in the act of attempting to gather it and then see what happens because my character doesn't know this yet so let's see sure i mean i mean this i i use goo was the wrong word it's not like sludge it's it's like it's, it's like hardened metal okay. so yeah it's yeah. solid but, it's cool to the touch. You could pick it up if you want. How much to. of it is there? How much of it is there? Is it like? It's all of the silver that was there okay. before, but now in molten, you know, okay, solid okay, mass. Okay, so I I move forward and attempt to. There's probably some uh, singe skin on it too. <laughs> I I move forward and try to use my claw to like pry it off the floor. <laughs> sure, and I'll just I'm not gonna make you roll for that. You're you can do that. Okay, and then the floor the floor is like made of like concrete or okay. something and then i'm actually carpet I, probably I'm, but either way you're able to pick i'm it up. assuming that 
uh, as I as I go to pocket this, something happens, right? Yes, I'm gonna try and play it cool, but be like, "Hey, would you like mind if I took a look at that?" What? Why? What? What reason would you have for this? I mean, like, can I can I keep it? It's like a trophy because I killed it. Yeah, but we don't even know where this thing came from besides the rift. What might be going on? Uh, and then I just, I examine it and I see that it's, it's substantial enough. It's the full amount. So I was like, all right, what if I'm not going to, I'm not going to let you have all of this. How about we just, we break it in half. You get half, I get half deal. I guess that'll work. Done. You cannot break it in half. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's a solid metal mass. Okay. Um, you're, you're telling me he can't use his dragon I, I thought claws my claws would be powerful enough to snap this thing. They're just claws. They're not like super strength. Okay. Well, then in that case, uh, I'm going to call Bjorn over and see. Now, see, this is. Oh, man, this is absolutely. I don't think he has super strength. I know he might not. No, have, I don't have he might not strength. have super strength. But the thing is, his fire was hot. His scales are pretty tough. His though. fire was hot enough to melt this. So I'm thinking that possibly okay. if he does it more precisely, he might be able to break this thing in half. If that's what you want to try, you're welcome to. So I bring him over and ask him to see if he can do this, although it would be my role, not his role, apparently. Yeah, so I'm just going to be like, yeah, sure. I mean, we could split it in thirds if, while we're at it. Well, I mean, I don't I don't really want a piece of it. I'll just, I'll let so you know. So I have a question. Um, Sammy, would your organization be okay with just a piece of it? Probably like, not. That's something I kind of need to know. Yeah, probably not. But I'm figuring at this point it's better than nothing. And I don't want them to get too suspicious of me. <laughs> oh, the, the your your fellow friends. Yes, I don't want, yeah, like Bjorn and Henry to get, like, suspicious of my intentions. <laughs> I see. Okay, Um. then uh, Bjorn, if you're going to try to use magic to... Like weaken it enough to. I'm just gonna like. I mean, does it? Would it require a roll for me to just do like a little bit of fire off my finger? Or... Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, oh, you're fine. <laughs> we'll just say you did it. Well, I'm not gonna I make did this do it. Yeah, I, I rolled a ten. That's perfect. Oh <laughs> yeah, it works for that issue. I I haven't been using use magic for very long. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you weaken this thing enough to, uh, you know, snap it in half, and. Sammy gets a half, and Henry gets a half. Nice. Done. I just slide it into my pocket where I keep my silver knife. <laughs> All right. And I will say that Bjorn is able to, you know, get his, his he, like, dusts up the, the dust, I guess, <laughs> into a, like, a, whatever bin he may have had in the back of his car, and... Now he has a Tupperware container full of dead banshee. I'm mostly <laughs> just trying to get it off the premises so I that see. it's not still there, but I might yeah. just give it to my organization for them to... Well, you it. have that now. Yeah. That is a thing that we have. All right. That is a thing <laughs> that, that you have. That is a thing we did. I will add to my inventory one tub of banshee dust. <laughs> <laughs> it and still then, feels oddly cold to the touch. Now, I now I was trying to be uh, fairly quick with this whole thing because we did break into this place, so I'm trying to kind of rush us out and get yeah, us yeah, off yeah. the premises. So. Um, nobody notices you as you leave. You take the girl back to her house, 
And as soon as you open up the door, Sophia sees her and just rushes up and gives her a huge hug and says, where have you been? Where have you been? And, and Annie says, I, I was, I was at the theater and she looks around and he says, they found me and, and brought me back. I, I just needed to be alone for a little while. And she like looks at you like for confirmation. And I, I'll just nod. I don't know about the other two. Yeah, same. Millie, she was fine. And Sophia says, well, you're grounded for two weeks. Give me your phone. And she hands her her phone. And uh, in the back, you can see she says, go upstairs. I just want to add. Go go up to you. What? I was just going to add that in the action of her handing the phone over, Henry's standing in the back just wincing, going like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She says, go go upstairs to your room and don't come down until dinner. And Annie says, okay, okay. And she goes up the stairs and while her mom isn't looking, she looks at you and mouths the words, thank you. And then goes up the stairs. And uh, Sophia says, thank you for bringing her home. I, I appreciate it. Of course, it's... Uh... It's part of my job. She gives Bjorn kind of a funny look. And then she turns around and goes back into the house. I'm going to say, hold on a second, ma'am. Yes? So, um, I don't want to see you doing anything again if you catch my drift. She nods at you. I'm going to be in town for a bit and I'll be keeping my eye on you. So, uh, just keep that in mind. She nods again. <laughs> but enjoy your time with your daughter. She's, uh, it seems like she's been through a lot, and uh, I'm sure you have too, so just be there for each other. And then I turn around and go. She away. nods a final time as you leave. Yeah. And as you guys are, I imagine you guys are probably heading back to the fort now. That's where I thought we were going. Yeah. Yes. To report back to uh, Stanley. So you guys head back to the fort, but uh, we stay with Sophia for just a few minutes. She goes back into, she goes into the kitchen and puts her hands on the edge of the sink and looks down and you see a tear roll down her cheek and she reaches into her cabinet for a bottle of whiskey and she opens it up and pours it into a glass and then she takes the glass and pours it down the drain and she takes the whole bottle and pours it down the drain and for... A few seconds we see her taking different bottles out of different places and starting to pour them down the drain. <laughs> and then we're back with you guys at the fort. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> That's good. That makes me feel Two happy. Two victories. Yes. Uh, when we were on the way to the fort in the boat, I was going to text... Um, gosh, I am terrible with names. Stanley? No. What's Miguel? Uh, what the, the, the sheriff? Lady. Jolene? The sheriff, yeah. Jolene Holland. Jolene, right. I'm, I'll remember names eventually. Uh, <laughs> I have a list, and it's the only way I can remember. <laughs> and I named all of these characters. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I'm going to text Jolene and tell her um, you're not going to have any any more um, deaths by fright, but you should check out the theater. You're probably going to be told somebody broke into it. That's all I'm going to say. She texts you back the word asterisk, sigh. And then she says, thank you, Agent Olafson. And that, then she says, or texts you back and says, 
I'll call you if I hear anything new. And then I'll just text back, uh, you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> I was almost going to say, uh, and I look forward to it, but obviously my character wouldn't <laughs> say that. Yeah. So you can I, just say you're welcome. Yeah, I'll just say you're welcome. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are at the fort. You let Stanley know. He is overjoyed. He's very, very excited that you guys are done. I'm not going to go all the way through this because we're kind of running out of time. Um, but he says, you guys have done a great job. Um, now you've earned your rest. And he looks at Bjorn and he says, especially you. And he uh, says, go ahead and head home and I will call you if anything important happens. I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of you start to leave and Miguel was standing behind Henry or uh, behind Stanley and he wheels forward and he says, hey, Sammy, can I talk to you for a minute? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sure what's up here follow me and uh he wheels you uh he we well he doesn't wheel you he wheels himself back into his workshop and he rolls up to his desk and there's a computer sitting there and he turns around and faces you and he says tell me about yourself what do you mean where'd you come from are you from here yeah, I'm from Thornvale. I've lived in the... How'd you get into monster hunting? Uh, I got attacked one time. and You did? Yes. By what? I honestly don't know. It's a large creature of some kind. Do you know magic, Sammy? Magic? Yeah, magic. Uh, No, I mean, the other two can make fireballs. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and you see you see him sort of sit there thinking. And he runs his finger over the mouse on his computer and the screen lights up and you see that he's been reading about banshees. He's been you look there's some obscure boards that he's been going through, you you notice. And he says What do the banshee look like? You mean as the woman or as the hag? No, that's all I needed to know. See, when I looked up all the information about the Banshee, everything I, s I read said that the people who have been attacked by it or been chosen for death, they can see a woman turn into a hag. And... That made sense to me. But the thing is that anyone who was around them at the time, they didn't see anything. They said it was invisible. And you think back and you remember that oh, no. you guys were very worried that it was going to be invisible because everything you'd read said that it was invisible too. And then Miguel pulls out a book that is very old. And it has that Celtic writing that you remember when you found the thing before. When you found out the information, when you found out that it was a banshee. And he flips through a few pages and he says, this was written by a dragon knight years ago. And he said that he was hunting a banshee in Ireland. And he said that the people he was hunting with were not dragon knights. They weren't magical creatures and they couldn't see it. But he could. And he 
posited that it was because he was a magical creature. So, Sammy, I'm going to ask you again. Do you know how to do magic? I honestly don't know what you're talking about. I'm Hmm. totally honest. Don't know. I don't know magic. And he closes the book and he says, All right. I just, um, I thought I'd ask. Have a good day, Sammy. You too? (laughs) And he turns around in his wheelchair and goes back to the computer and uh, you have been dismissed. Sammy is very confused. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine. Yes, because she honestly has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, and that's where the story's going to end. This chapter has come to a close. But not for you guys. For you, the players. It's come to experience time. Mm -hmm. Extra experience. End of mystery stuff. Oh, yay. Yeah, awesome. So, end of mystery stuff. So, I have some questions for you guys. Mm -hmm. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yes, Yes, we did. I think so as well. Uh, Did you save someone from a certain death or worse? We saved yes. me. Yeah, we saved you. Yes and no, but yeah. you know, for different reasons. And I would say we did the same for uh, Annie. And Annie, too. Yeah, I mean, maybe, who maybe cares the about or worse. Her? I mean, geez. Totally useless. <laughs> did we learn something new and important about the world? Banshees exist. I would say the more important thing we learned is the thing at the end there about Sammy being able to see Banshees, even though she shouldn't be able to. That's also Well, it seems like she shouldn't be able to see. We don't really know what's going on, but we did learn. Only magical creatures can see Banshees. Yeah, or that that's what's positive. It didn't sound like we knew that 100% either, but it's definitely something seems off there. Also true. I'll give you that one. I'll say that's a... There, are, I'll say that, that the thing you learned is that some magical creatures can see things that regular humans can't. Okay. Um, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Uh, yes. About, yeah, we just found a very big piece of information at the end there. <laughs> you did. Uh, we, the players, learned my first name. Oh, that's my true. My actual first name, but the, oh, yeah, the, that's the, does true. that have to be the characters that learned something or just us as the players that learned something? Well, I guess, yeah, we... Well, everyone learned it, yeah. yeah. It's just we. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you guys got all four questions, so you each get uh, two points of experience. Oh, yeah. That is enough to level me up. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask, did anyone level up? I'm very close, but not quite. Let me check. I believe I might level up. Oh, look at that. Yes, I do. Ooh. Oh, cool. All right, so uh, tell me real quick what you guys going to take, and uh, then we'll end the episode. I am going to advance two basic moves because I can do the uh, advanced stuff now. Cool. Nice. What are you going to take? I am going to advance. Kick some ass. Wait, can you do both at one time or is that just something you can do over time? Well, you just, it says advance two basic moves. You can do it twice. So total, you can advance four of the basic moves. Oh, interesting. So the two that I'm going to advance right now are kick some ass and act under pressure. So that means okay. you can do the, adma- the advanced the parts advanced of those options. moves yeah, so now? On a, yes. on a 12 plus, okay. then I can do some, some extra cool. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. All right. 
Okay, so... Uh, Wesley, what are you taking for him? Uh, just because my my stats can still use some improvement, uh, I am going to increase. I'm going to increase my charm by one. Okay, that's it for us for the week, and we will see you on Wednesday for our new mini sode episode. <laughs> <laughs>